Just words of introduction. I'm really emotional to be able to share this with you. And it's not a simple matter to take the words written by the Nesiv Shalom Schus Yogan and to try to give it over. Because it's so deep and it's so important and it's so eye-opening and mind-blowing. And I hope that I'll be a good shliach to at least give it over according to my simple understanding and grasp. The very first thing that I ever learned of Nesiv Shalom was this that we're going to be learning over this series. It's the Hakdama of Chelek Aleph, then there's Chelek Beis, which is Shabbos Amayadim, then he has on Chumash. So this is Hakdama of Chelek Aleph that he wrote himself, and I never learned the Hakdama before. I never knew that Hakdama is so interesting. But when I finished the sixth Prakam of the Hakdama, I told my Chavusa, I don't want to move on, I just want to review it again, and again, and again. And each time that I learned it, and I hope that you will chazer it over, when you talk about big things, big concepts, it takes time to drip in and affect the different times of your life. I was so taken by it that I just didn't want to go further and I wanted to review it again and again. Who was the Nesiv Shalom? I'm not going to go into a whole long drasha, but he was just nifter about 20 years ago. I was learning the Sefer. He was alive. I didn't even know it. And he was a very humble person, and yet all the tzaddikim knew him, and people around the world knew him. Somehow, he wasn't that famous that I heard of him. He was on the Meyatzas Kedayli Atara of Eretz Yisrael. He was a chesidah Rebbe. He had ties to Chabad. And in the Litvish Shevelt, they had the highest esteem. Reb Shach Zatzal said, Reb Shiva Panovich said, that he is the Mesilas Yesharim of our generation. So we have a lot to learn. And I want to I want to just start off by saying that we're going to be learning a limud about life, about what Jewish life is supposed to be and what it's meant to be. And he says it later on, but just in case you don't get there, I just want to tell you right now. Part of it is, he says, that nobody ever demanded victory. Nobody ever said that you have to win every battle. We're going to be talking about some things that are within our grasp fully, maybe 50%, maybe 1%. But it's something that we must work on in order to fulfill our obligation to be the best Jew that we can be. It's mind-blowing, as you will see. It's a whole different way to uplift yourself and to understand what you're doing here. But I want to be very clear. Some of the things are, he's telling you, someone has to, the ultimate. But don't get turned off by saying, oh, I can't do that. How can I do that? Understand that if your job is to become a black belt, you need to know all those things. But if you're a white belt now, your job is just to improve 5% to get to a yellow belt. 5% to get to the green belt. You'll grow and you'll grow and you'll grow. It's something that needs constant chazara and it will open up a tremendous new world for all of us. So starting with the introduction of Chelek Aleph, Perakrishin, here we go. He divides it into different parts, so we're going to start part one. Yisoyed ha'avoyda, ve'amoyed ha'chasidus, 
the foundation of toil, of working Avaidis Hashem, and the pillar of Chasidus, he doesn't mean pious, he means every person, a Chasid, to be somebody who lives on the next level. The foundation and the pillar of this thing is something called the character trait of having Ha'ores Hadas, enlightenment of the mind. That a person's mind should be enlightened. And we're going to learn that since this is the foundation of life, and as you go through life, two people can be doing the same thing. You can have two people davening. They get to davening. That's a whole thing until, until, to get to davening. You're at davening. But your ha'aris hadas, your enlightenment of your mind level could be high, it could be low. And you're doing the same thing as the guy next to you. You're doing the same thing as the guy as you did before. But if you daven with an enlightenment of the mind connecting to Hashem, imagine Hashem in Shemaim, endless, endless. We can't put a, how big is Hashem? Infinite. And a little ant has an opportunity to connect to Hashem through Torah and mitzvahs. But you can do Torah and mitzvahs with an enlightenment of your mind, with your mind being connected to Hashem. And it's a whole different world than if you do Torah and mitzvahs when your mind is dark. You'll get schar for it. You have to do it. But the difference between someone who serves Hashem from a dark mind, and he's going to explain how we get there and how to get out of it, that's what we're all about. To someone whose mind is connected, his mind is open, we all know that we would be happier. Aravadis Hashem would be besimcha. We would feel good when we finished davening, learning, sitting in a sukkah, putting on tefillin, whatever we're doing, because our mind is something that, that can connect. I'll give a very simple example. Everybody's looking for happiness. Everybody's looking for peace of mind. Everybody's looking for serenity. So let's say they'll tell you to go take yoga lessons. And you'll sit and you'll get into yoga. Now, in the beginning, you're not going to be a yogi expert. You're not going to be able to twist and touch your the back of your foot with your tongue. And you're not going to have this zen and this calm that the teacher supposedly has. You have to build towards it. You have to work towards it. It's just an idea that if you work really hard on a constant basis, you can get to, and then your life is calm. Unless you live in Brooklyn, and there's a lot of honking. But even if you are in the right place, you won't have road rage. Look at the difference between someone who's calm, internally calm, even a guy, I'm not talking about Yiddishkeit, someone who's internally calm, and someone who's constant anxiety. Can you compare the life? And every bump in the road, the anxiety person goes crazy and has anger and gets gets into trouble and messes up relationships. And the calm person doesn't need to go on medication, deals with it, because he's connected to a, a higher power. He's connected to something greater. He has an inner calm, an inner peace. And really the whole world today, we don't know why, but I guess on the shtetl, Life was simple, and we were okay being simple. And with every piece of technology, it seems like that's the culprit. 
And it's amazing because every piece of technology that we ever bought, we all bought for one reason. It makes your life better. It gives you more time. It accomplishes so much. You don't have to wait four hours to put something in the oven. You put it in the microwave. Two minutes later, you got yourself... You don't have to mail a letter and wait a week to get a response. You could do a fax. Why'd you buy a fax machine? Anyone remember that? It was amazing. I can let the guy know right now in business, business can work. I'll have so much extra time. Why did you get email? It's even faster than a fax machine. Why do we have a phone? Because why do I have to go, go home and wait and wonder and be anxious when we weren't, we found the public phone and called every four hours. Kids alive? Good to know. Bye. But everything that we did was to take away anxiety. Everything was to give us free time. Everything that we bought was with the idea that this is going to make your life easier. Where's all that extra time? Where's all that serenity? What? We fell for it. And we continue to fall for it. So we have to understand it's the same thing in Yiddishkeit. Enlightenment of the mind, peace of mind, is a different life. Going through the ups, the downs. Going through the Averis and how to deal with them, the challenges, and even the mitzvahs. You cannot compare. And listen what he says. The most important thing, the foundation and the pillar of an, of an uplifted life, a life of chasidus, is the Midas, the character trait of Ha'aras Adas, of enlightening your mind. That's the foundation. Kilashan like it says in Devarim, Ata Adas. You have been given to, to know. You have been shown. But Ha'reisa, look at the letters, is a Lashan of Ha'ara. You've been in, enlightened. Ki Hashem Hu Elohim Einoid Movadoi. That God is, Hashem is God. Einoid Movadoi, there's nothing else besides him. So that was a moment that we had where the skies opened up by Kabbalah's Hatayra and we saw clear, we saw something clear for once in our life. We had clarity. Clarity that Hashem is everything. And that light pushes away the darkness because we only sin in the darkness. We only get depressed because of darkness. We only have a lot of the challenges that we have or how we deal with it is because we're in darkness. So we need therapy and pills. So at that moment, we had Ha'aris Hadas. We had an enlightenment of the mind. And what does it say? When you have enlightenment of the mind, you see Hashem Hu Aleikim Ein Oid Movadoi. Very few people can live like that. Sadiqim live like that. They're not scared. They're not worried. They don't fret. They don't get upset. They don't have anger issues. What a way to live. So again, we're tapping into very high levels. Don't think, oh, well, that's so, I can never think about, let's learn what's necessary, and then we're going to learn how to get there. And then we're going to work to get there as fast as we can, although it does take a lot of time. This is if you have das, if you have wisdom, what are you lacking? What are you missing? De'a But if you're missing das, then what do you have? So we look at it, Pashit, like someone who's not smart. Someone who's not smart, or someone who's, who's intellectually disabled, 
So what does he have? It's more than that. Even if we're all smart, we all have high IQ. Das. Das means something. And on that thing that it means, Dea Kanisa, if you can get and acquire that thing, which we're going to learn, Machasarta, what are you missing? You're not going to miss anything, because nothing matters. But Dea Chasarta, if you don't have Das, and as we said, Das is Ha'aris Das, and you're not enlightened in your mind, so you're going through the trenches, you're going through the, the ups and downs of life, you get up in the morning, you're learning, you're davening, but your mind, how much of your mind, if they did an fMRI of your brain, how much is turned on? They could see in your brain. How excited are you? How much of our mind are we using in our everything that we do, especially Avaidah Hashem? And why is this important? The entire value, the entire value of a Jewish person, it depends on Ha'aras Datai Bahakaras Abayre Yisbarach Shemoy. It depends on the enlightenment of your mind, on how much you recognize God. Now, we all are from, we all recognize Hashem. But on what level? On what level as we're walking to the train, as we're waiting for the car, as we're driving through the streets, as we're going through work, as we're dealing with our family members, as we're dealing with our kids, what level of das do we have, of ha'aras hadas, of enlightenment of the mind that we have at that moment, in what? In recognizing that Hashem controls the world. So now, let's review. He said that the most important thing in Yiddishkeit is enlightenment of the mind. Enlightenment of the mind, he says now, means to the degree that you recognize Hashem at that moment. Not as a theory, not that I went to a shir, but that is the erech, the value of my avodah. I'm going to go daven mincha. My mincha level is going to be as intense as the enlightenment in my mind in recognizing that Hashem in recognizing that Hashem is there. And we see it and we know it. Because we know that on Yom Kippur we, we reach that level and we say Hashem will like Him, Hashem will like Him. And we really, at that moment, we wouldn't be checking our phone. We wouldn't be sidetracked. We wouldn't be worried. We, we feel a certain calm inside after Yom Kippur. When we're connected to Hashem, everything is better. Das is Hakara Sabari. So now, when we refer to brains, we're not talking about IQ, we're not talking about EQ, emotional Q. We're talking about the amount that your mind is grasping, the existent, that I am Makir, the creator of the world. Hashem, somebody who serves Hashem. Imavadasai, if his Avaida of his toil, of his work, his Avaida Hashem, is bitsimtsim vikatnos hadas. It is constricted, it is limited, it is restricted, narrow minded, narrow minded. So then, mashal hu kamuva besefar kodesh chayvas havavavais. He's compared to that mashal, which is brought down in chayvas havavais, about a person. Lo say adam. 
There was a person, Shemayaz Nailit, from when he was born, Hayakalu Babayr Ha'asurim. He was born in jail. He never saw anything other than jail. He never left the walls of the jail. And all of his food came from where? The Melech, the king. His clothing, where did it come from? The king. It got ripped, they gave him new clothing. Who paid for it? The government, the king. That's all he knows. His food, his existence, everything is the king. And as time went on, he got older. He started to praise the king. He started to say, amazing, look at this king. What a king. He owns the whole bar, the whole jail. It's unbelievable. All these inmates. He's the one who controls all these inmates. He gives them food. He gives them sustenance. He gives them medical attention when they need it. He gives them clothing. What a king. The servants of the king laughed at him. Your praise is an insult to this king that his kingdom is in all of the world. You go to Achashverish. Achashverish was, was the master, the king of the world. Right? All the Medinas. And you tell him, wow, Achashverish, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, the jail that I'm in that you put me in, it's unbelievable. You run everything. You're such a king, and you write a poem about how great he is. It's a ganai, it's an insult to someone who's so great. So too, Kena Adam, it's a little sharp, a little sharp, but stick with it, because it's true, and we need to hear the truth, because this is the only way to get out of this. Kena Adam so too. A person, a small-minded, narrow-minded person with constricted, limited das. What's das? Hakara sabayre. Doesn't mean you're stupid. You can be the smartest person in the world. But it's the amount of inside your brain that recognizes the creator of the world and that he runs the world at Erdem Avade. So I know for myself, and we could all think about it. We could be in our world could be very smart, you could be a professor, you could be a great businessman, but how much of your brain is tapped into das of hakaris habayre? So kena adam hakaten v'atzimtzum, somebody is katen v'atzimtzum, he's restricted, he's limited, but he's serving Hashem, he's doing good, and he feels good, and he should, and he gets hard for it. He's serving Hashem kfit tisasay hamatzumtzem according to his small grasp in the greatness of Hashem. His service, his praise, is like an insult to the Melech. Doesn't mean you should stop. Don't hang up now. Don't disconnect. Let's just understand. It's true. So what should we do? Some people get right away defensive. Okay, so I'm not going to daven. I don't want to insult Hashem. He's going to teach us how to open up our mind, expand our avoida, and raise automatically everything. But first we have to recognize the truth, that a person can go through life doing okay, but not really living a life where his mind is connected 
his das is fully, fully functional in Hakar's Abari. We know, We know that even a person can be very, very, very smart. And yet it says that you don't sin unless you have a rachtos, which means a spirit of a shaita, a little bit mentally, we don't say retarded these days, special needs. And everybody sins. So what happens? It's because there's a darkness that takes over. And it could be that it's not that hard to take over because even when we're good, we're dark. We're not using all of our light. But when you flip that switch on the amp, all the lights go on, like in a stadium, a football stadium. All the lights are off, right? Bad things could happen. All those big, huge floodlights go on. You're in a different planet. You're in a different world. You see everything clear. When you see everything clear, you fall less into the traps of the Eight Sahara. You fall less into into the the Rashtus. And when you do the good stuff, it's being done in a whole different realm. That's the first piece, addressing this issue.